When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Chapter 19 You learn fast, young one, Rashan said with a shake of his head, not entirely displeased. The pupil whom the sadhu had named too smiled in spite of himself. "'Thank you, Master,' he said, bowing his head. "'The Sadhu smiled kindly. "'Too fast, I think, to truly be learning that which cannot be taught,' he said. "'August Fenwick's brow furrowed deeply. "'Master?' he asked. "'You are driven, young stranger,' the old man said, "'pouring a cup of a bitter concoction that he called tea, "'to Fenwick's profound disappointment when first offered a cup. "'The Master made no such offer to-day.' He looked down at where his charge sat, awaiting instruction. He smiled and shook his head. "'Even now you strain like a greyhound in the slips, waiting to be taught, to be told. One does not need to be a master of the mind to see that you have done this before. I see you at the martial exercises you maintain to keep your skills sharp through these months of meditation. You learn, you absorb, you adapt, and you move on.' "'Stronger than you were before.' "'Is that wrong?' the young man asked. "'If you wish merely to be a jack-of-all-trades, no,' the sadhu said, cradling the cup in his hands. "'You are skilled, dedicated, and driven by unseen demons at which I can only guess. "'If you left here today you would be a giant among lesser men. "'But you would always be vulnerable.' "'To what?' There was fire in the young man's eyes. To the true master of the mind, the sadhu hissed softly. Every technique which I can teach you attack with ferocity until it becomes yours. You study and fight your way through your lessons, but the true journey is not one that can be quantified. There is no final exam, no right or wrong. That which is greater than mere flesh and matter can only be revealed to you through a true knowledge of self. It must be effortless. Two shook his head. "'I don't understand,' he said glumly. The sadhu nodded over his cup. "'You have hidden much from me, from your fellow student, from many others, I fear. The life that you choose for yourself is full of masks, but you cannot hide from yourself.' The old man looked up. At the mere mention of the word mask, his pupil's body language had changed. He had stiffened, become protective. The sadhu narrowed his eyes. "'Even now you do not trust me.' The young man bowed his head. "'Forgive me, master. I did not intend offence.' Rashan smiled in spite of himself. "'It is the peril of my trade. People assume that you are reading their innermost secrets, even when they are being blazingly obvious.' His pupil thought a moment, then rose from his mat and crossed to a small pile of his belongings in the corner of the kuti. He opened his pack and drew forth a length of bright red silk. 
It was a sash of sorts, perhaps three feet long, with carefully prepared holes that seemed to match where a man's eyes might be, were he wearing the sash to obscure his face. He turned back to Rashan. "'You are not the first master to speak of masks,' he said. "'This was a gift when I took my leave of Japan.' The sadhu looked at the mask and then his young pupil. "'You wish to fight?' he said, his voice a challenge. "'Yes.' "'What do you fight for?' "'Justice,' came the certain reply. Rajan nodded. "'For whom?' The young man seemed surprised. "'For the innocent,' he said at last. "'Few are truly worthy of that name,' the sadhu challenged. "'Justice for the people, those who have nothing and fear everything.' "'That sounds more like it,' the master said. "'From whom would you protect them?' "'From the darkness,' Tu replied. "'Too vague. Try again.' "'From creatures of the darkness, men made beasts by desperation, "'and from those that made those wolves what they are. "'Who are they?' "'There was another moment's hesitation. "'Men of great wealth and power, "'who perpetuate misery and cruelty in the name of greed.' I fight to protect the innocent from those to whom human life means nothing. The sadhu seemed to look right through August Fenwick. Go on, he said. The young man blinked hard. From men like my father, he choked. No. The sadhu's voice was firm. You have told yourself that, but it is not true. That is not what you fear. It is not what drives you. This was a game to you when you began your quest. It is no longer. That gives you credit. But when the day comes that you leave this mountain, your fight will begin in earnest, and if you do not know who you fight and why, you will never survive. Now, from whom do you fight to protect the innocent? There was silence. From men like me, August Fenwick replied. Rashan nodded and sipped his tea. Fear is a great motivator, he said, and the first fear, like the first love, is the fear of one's own self. The young man said nothing. Now our work can truly begin, the master said. You may take your exercise if you wish. The young man bowed and left the kuti. For an hour or more the high rocks of the mountaintop would bear witness to a display of a unique amalgam of a dozen of the East's most deadly fighting styles. From the shadows of the kuti the voice of Rashan's other student could be heard. You could not resist prying, could you, my master? Rashan looked up angrily to see the man he called One emerge from the flowing darkness. What are you doing there? he barked. The hawk-like face seemed startled. I imagined you were allowing me the privilege of eavesdropping, he said. Is it possible that I can now conceal myself even from your eyes? The young man seemed delighted by the prospect. Any fool can hide, Russian growled, concerned by this turn of events, and any coward, too. His student's smile vanished at this. Look at you, the sadhu chastised. The most gifted student I could ever have wished for. "'And still you play these ridiculous child's games. "'Get out of my sight!' he barked. "'As you wish,' one said, "'pulling the shadows before himself like an inky cloak, "'until no trace of him could be seen by mortal eyes.'